This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Wolves Fancast, Wolves Lose, or oh, I don't like change, I really really don't like change, everybody, Rich is here, hello everyone, Adam's here, hello boys and girls, and for the first time this season and for a while I'm so pleased to say these words, <laughs> oh, yeah. the Baron, the Baron John Bav, he's back. Good evening. You're back now. I know what we're saying. Good evening, and people listening. I know you're going to tell me people listen at any time yes. of the day. So morning good, good. slash afternoon slash evening. Correct. Welcome. Welcome back, John. Welcome back. Thank you. I like the beard, by the way. It's it's a nice accessory. It's good for radio, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Mm. It's good. Seventy five percent of us have beards yes. at yeah. this table. <laughs> no, uh, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, good start. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you go with I this. I told you I'd come with stats. <laughs> yeah. No. You've done your notes. <laughs> now, John, something we we've noticed over the last few months is there is a listener out there, especially on Twitter, who is a big fan of yours. I did see something posted yeah. today. Yes. Ra- very, you know, randomly they'll. Just say, Where, where's where's Baron? Where's Baron? You know, where okay. is he? So Link's Wolf, if he's listening, uh, you'll be pleased to know that you are back. Right. You'd like to give a shout out to Link's Wolf. Absolutely. Absolutely. I saw the tweet today. Um, <laughs> good e- good evening. I'll say good evening. It is good evening. I hope you're listening in the evening. Uh, <laughs> we're right. gonna like have to send like a f- side photo of John. Yeah. <laughs> the Baron a, too. Yeah. Portrait shot of John. Yeah. Just re- looking relaxed into the distance. Touching my beard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on the podcast today, we are going to talk about the game against Forest. We'll preview the game the weekend against Ipswich, and we'll do your questions from Twitter corner. Now, last week I pleaded for emails, pleaded, and you'll be pleased to know that we got one. We got an email in from someone. Uh, starting yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Start a conversation. I mean, it beats a WordPress uh, moderation emails, which are spam. Yeah, you know, which exactly. we get about five a day. And uh, the whole point is that we want to hear your stories, you know, away day stories, any kind of funny anecdotes to the walls, and we will read them out. We will, you know, have a laugh at them and read them out. This is your encouragement. So Mayo Wolf uh, emailed us uh, this uh, this week, and so thank you, uh, Mayo. And he starts off the email uh, by talking about a topic we had about last week about fans travelling from other parts of the country. And he says he lives in Exeter. But his question was, uh, following his, following Hawes' poor performance against Swansea midweek, do you think Nuno uh, needs to try and bring Iorfa back into the fray? Obviously at Ipswich at the moment. I'm not sure if there's a, a recall on said Iorfa, but would you entertain the idea of Iorfa returning to the fold, mm. gentlemen? I think in terms of where he could play, it would probably have to be on that right side of the back three. Mm. The, wing, the wing, oh, so the centre back. Yeah, area. I mean, I, I, I don't see him playing that wing back position personally, just because I don't think he can cross particularly well. Um, I think you need to be more winger than I was going to say more winger than back in the current formation. Um, so he'd have to play that right side, which we've already got. Bart there and we've already got Bennett there so he would almost mm. be playing third choice in mm. that position I guess so he can play um, there, he's played in that yeah, like centre back role before yeah no I think I, I think mm. he'd be very accomplished um, and whether he is sort of a long term replacement I don't know, it seems, it seems to have just gone a bit quiet actually yeah, yeah, is he actually I, getting on the Ipswich? I didn't have the team for what I could yeah, sure played gather. at the week- reviews aren't great from yeah. the, the odd review that you see from an Ipswich no. fan I, I know he played at the weekend yeah um, mm. But, you know, they're, they're just sort of a middle-ranked championship yeah. team, aren't they? And I'm guessing that's kind of his level at the moment. But, of course, he won't be there at the weekend, which we'll talk about later on as well. But, Adam and um, Baron, uh, thoughts on Iorfa? Would you welcome him back in the fold or let him stay his uh, welcome? a couple of years ago, he, he's not he's not moved on from where we... From a couple of years ago where we thought he would be mm. to be a mainstay in our team. And it's it's obviously says a lot for him that we did send him out on loan. And I don't... He regressed quite badly, if I remember correctly, from last year. 
he, 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 really, he really really regressed so I think given there are given what we can probably do going forward I think we'll probably do better yeah. if we want like an abs- uh, wing back yeah. then probably we can do better than, than him going forward Barry anything to add to that? We don't know what, what there is in terms of a deal although Ipswich are pretty potless I can't imagine there's much of a deal for mm. them to pay much money for mm. him I don't know where I don't know where he's going really. I, guess, I mean, there was time when he was talk of like West Ham and yeah. these sort of people. I think that's, that's probably off, that, off the board now. And would yeah. I be right in thinking <coughs> that there was once a fan cast bet between you, John, and Luke in who would play for in the in Europe? Um, uh, first yes, out I remember this. I offer and a phobie. And I can't remember who who each of you picked. Well, it'd be a long time waiting on either of them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say <laughs> that's back of the archive. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that Luke. Probably picked a phobie. I, I would think, think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think he probably did. But and you back to you back to Iorfa. Why is he now? <laughs> well, I think they'll probably say <laughs> unless there's a war. I don't think either of them will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, cheers for your email, uh, Mayo Wolfa. We'll uh, we'll see what happens on the Iorfa for. Let's do transfer bits and bobs firstly. And um, Mikel Zairo, he's gone loan to Charlton for the rest of the season. Perhaps a, uh, a casualty of the managerial change. Well. Also, probably just not up to speed fitness-wise at the mm. right time, really, to get going in, in, in the, in, in, and integrate into the team fast enough. Mm. So unfortunate and for him, wasn't it? Because he, he made such an impact when he first came under under jacket. Short space of time, though, wasn't it? But he was yeah. injured, wasn't he injured quite quickly? Yeah, afterwards. He had, but he came in the January, and by March, he, he, that's his career done, isn't mm. it? Yeah. So, he, and he. I'm not quite sure. I wasn't madly sold on him. What I saw, to be mm. perfectly honest with you, I thought he was okay. He didn't blow me away. He scored um, like two yeah, goals bit, after a, ten minutes he, on yeah. his debut. Yeah. He came as a winger. Well, that's where we played for Warsaw, where we got yeah, him from. Yeah. And people, even the Polish fans, are saying he's like the slowest winger we've ever had. But and then we just put him. I don't, I don't know if we had a striker crisis at the time. I think but so. we, just, we went, yeah. He said, "You've got to play." Of course, we'll have had a striker yeah. crisis. And then uh, his actual debut was West Ham away in the FA Cup because I was there, and obviously yeah. that was just a game where nothing really happened for us. So that disregard that one. But then the home league debut. It was a Fulham, was it? I mean, yeah. It was two goals yeah. in ten minutes yeah. or something yeah. like that. Was and we thought, oh, aye, aye, this is this is looking all right. And then he, he scored shortly after, and mm. then. That was it, like you say. Yeah. It was just literally short and sweet, and it is a shame because had that nasty injury not occurred, he probably would have stayed in that team quite a, yeah. quite a while. Because you, you can't judge him that quickly. No, could, no, and uh, he had a decent enough start, like you say, yeah. and then who knows where he could have gone from from there. But he's he's just never going to play for us again. That's that's no. that's yeah. evident. Yeah. He, he, the club know. have moved on from where when we signed him. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, Polish football is Polish football. It's, it's it's not strong, is it? These these they, they come from these leagues, and it's massively, massively different. You yeah. come, you you're coming from say the Spanish second and third tier with with Mia. You come from the Dutch league and all these other. They're just it, the football. It's a it's, it's a gamble. It's miles behind. Yeah, and um, it is a gamble because I you know Barry Douglas is doing the right though, isn't he? He's yeah, from sorry, Scotland. Barry Douglas is doing the right though. <laughs> yeah, but I I mean, know, we don't know what what was it like though when he was at. Um, was it Warsaw as well that he was at? No, it was at Lech Poznan. Lech Poznan. Oh, no. that, that classic team. Yeah. But, but I mean, some of them will, some of them won't. It's yeah. like all yeah. the, And also, don't forget, he's, he's coming from a culture from Scotland in the beginning. So he hasn't. He, he, he's, he's grown up in a different culture mm. of football yeah. where the football's hard and tough. Now, it's different to playing in Portugal, where the, the game's slower. It's a bit namby pamby, probably. They don't get they don't get shoved up the back with nasty tackles, do they? Probably from what you from what you can gather, mm. you know. And they play at a lot slower pace, mm. um, and the, the fitness levels probably aren't quite as high as they need to be for, to play the championship game. We need a Polish so, correspondent. Well, hopefully, the next Polish player we sign is third time lucky because yeah. What are you thinking, Lewandowski? Now the other, the other two, the other two uh, have not gone so well. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean yeah. it is a shame for him because he did start brightly, and he, if he, you know, if you get an injury that horrific, and it was a bad injury. Yeah, like you need well, games. Actually, I don't know whether it didn't actually look that bad at the time. I mean, it was a bad tackle. It didn't look. You know, it wasn't as if his leg was hanging off the yeah. wrong way or anything. But I mean, like, you know, in terms of the damage, that exactly. I, yeah. yeah. Is there um, a sense of irony, of course, that he's gone to a Carl Robinson? Well, of MK? I, I, yeah. I yeah. thought yeah. that actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a tinge of guilt. Is he, is he, is he just gone there to get an apology? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turned up at the first day of training. Where's my apology? Yeah. <laughs> or just going for a big reducer? <laughs> just who he's on the sideline. But um, you know, hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be good for him and he can get some games and yeah, because it, it, it's know, very it's likely that he's it, it, obviously if everything goes to plan this season for us so he'll go off but you know well, no, I'm guessing he'll be a, will he be a free agent at the end of the season I would have thought two and a half years yeah 
Well, we wish him all the best. It, yeah. Be, so we've got nothing against him. Um, another one who perhaps you could say is uh, part of the managerial change, uh, Ben Marshall. The rumour, as of recording, could have happened by the time you listen, is that he might be off to Sunderland until the end of the season. Uh, ben Marshall, again, another one where perhaps last season he, he was quite surprising how good he was when he came in after a couple of games, and then really this season it just it wasn't going to happen, was it? He wasn't going to really get a chance. He doesn't quite fit into the system. Hmm. He's he's not quick enough to play that wing back role, which is where I kind of assumed he'd be playing. Mm. Um, and he's not sort of quite sharp enough to play like that left wing position where I guess Jota plays as well. I don't know where you'd fit him into that three four three because he's, uh, it technique wise he's brilliant. He, you know, in terms of sort of the English players we've had at the club at least. He could um, have played alongside Neves, I think. Yeah, it could have been. I was going to say the other option that he, yeah. he could have he could have played, but it, when when Lambert signed him, we were told he could play all up the all up the right hand side of the pitch, pretty mm. much, and then across the front three. So we hadn't really like nailed down a certain position no. that he could play. Mm. Um, but you're right; his delivery was spot on. Cause yeah, yeah. I used to call him the postman because he always had a great delivery, mm. and then but then you you just saw he always looked like the sort of player who. Was on the verge Enjoyed of being fit, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, in the physique. Or I don't know if it's just his like his bulky physique, but he, he just had that look about him. And knew that they'd use him a few times. Start he came the season, on a summer didn't he? Forest and places like that, didn't he? Quite, yeah, he did okay when he came on there. But you sometimes wonder whether there's just something a little bit more to things that be yeah with with, with personnel. I mean, mm. his body language when he got taken off at Manchester City was pretty awful. Mm. I mean, he walked off in a bit of a sulk. I thought. Yeah, because um, did Conor Ronan came on? Yeah, one, 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 I think, so, yeah, it was. You yeah. know, and, and he, I don't know. He just didn't look as though he really mm. wanted to be there for me. Um, he, he definitely must. Nuno must think he definitely has not got the suitability of that right yeah. wing back role because obviously Doherty has been running to the ground this season mm. playing yeah. every single game and he's not considered even for one match to put him in there mm. like even in the cup games he's, yeah. he's still yeah. put Doherty in he's not even yeah. give Marshall a chance there so he, and he didn't play him there at City he could have played in there but he played Ryan Bennett there and he could yeah. have given Ryan Bennett the night off and, and played Marshall yeah. there but he didn't you know Ryan Bennett volumes, uh, Ryan Bennett's been great for Wolves this season mm. but I don't think he's a right wing back no and uh, we're going to touch on to well, it we in a little play, bit. We didn't play as a wing back in no, all played, We played it, five at the back. Yeah, right? it, yeah. <laughs> so. it, it, it looks like yeah. He's mm. I say he's definitely more back, more back from wing. Mm. Um, uh, Ryan Bennett's got a lovely singing voice. I don't know if anyone else has seen. Oh yeah, heard this. Yeah, yeah. There was Instagram scroll the day of their little trip to Marbella. So we haven't mentioned that <sighs> little rendezvous. Marbella. That's where they've gone to. Marbella. That's where they are. Marbella. 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 Am I just too posh? You've never watched Only Ways Essex. Do you order an Estrella or an Australia? Yeah. Australia, Australia, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Marbella, whatever. Harry Burgoyne, please. Marbella. Anyway, let's just call it Marbs and be done. Yeah. Marbs. Burgoyne was the backup singer. I saw next to him. Well, there's a video on YouTube of him doing Ed Sheeran song as well. You just type it in. Was this Jordan Graham playing the piano? Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, there was a clip of him playing the piano as well. Little boy band there. Cool. He's the singer though, isn't he? Yeah. I think you've got a decent. You've got a little boy band going on there. Yeah. I think. Okay. Anyway, some drums or. Guitar Should we get to the there. rare, um, disappointing part of the podcast? No. Which is, yeah. <laughs> Twitter corner? No. <laughs> so we'll talk about the game of the weekend. Wolves suffered their first defeat since the October the 28th uh, with a 2 ho- two nil, sorry, home first defeat. First league defeat. First league mm-hmm. defeat. Sorry, yes. Thank you for the correction, John. Uh, the first league defeat since October the 28th to Nottingham Forest at Molyneux. Uh, two first half goals in quick succession sealed Wolves' fate. Gentlemen, let's start with, was this... Surely the worst performance under Nuno so far. Mm. I think so. Oh. I say over I've that. Been, I mean, I, I wasn't there for the Cardiff game, so I can't compare it to that. Yeah. But I just said probably seen, that over QPR way. Yeah, that um, that was up there. But at least we managed to get a goal and, yeah. and create something in that game. I don't think yeah. we created. Yeah. Never had one shot. Never had a shot on target in the whole game. No. Yeah. I mean, if that at home. We didn't create too much more against Sunderland. In all fairness, but we didn't lose, did we? Mm. So, yeah. Um, I mean, they just—they just looked flat. They—they they looked like you know, from what I've kind of seen anyway. They, they'd run out of ideas, yeah. and uh, you know, yeah. Forest credit to them. They—they they played well, and they came with a game plan and sort of looked how they wanted to play against us, and they pressed us high. And they, you know, they did that well and got their two goals in quick succession. And 
unlike Wolves of six weeks ago, we just simply didn't know how to answer it. Well, mm. I think our, I think our game revolves very much around the wing backs. Mm. And Barry Douglas, for me, started the game unfit. Mm. Uh, very early on, he didn't stretch for a ball that was about I don't know, more, not more than two feet away mm. from him. He went out for a throw in. He's let it, he's watching it go past him. So he's frightened of stretching. He's gone over to the quadrant to take a corner and played it short to Cavalero. Didn't even go over for the next time we had a corner over there. So it, it, obviously his delivery is massive and he's not mm. taking corners in the way we want him to take them. He's refused to play a ball in once on the left, check back and played it back short. Then he goes off at half-time. He's obviously got some kind of a strain for me. That's how I, mean, I Because Vinagre was still suspended, suspended wasn't yeah. So yeah. do you think like he's... He's just wheeled him out. And, and, and all he's tried to do is play in a position and cover, cover, cover. And he's ended up... I mean, he gave a free kick as well, mm. well in, a, in a desperate position down in the South Bank corner. He, he just had a poor, very poor first yeah. half. But I, I, I put it down to the fact he wasn't fit. Yeah. Doherty has run himself into the floor. Mm. I thought he was... I mean, his delivery was terrible. Yeah. He did play one good ball into Sace which he put into the top two which was yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. classic awful. Sace <laughs> yeah um, uh, but apart from that Doherty was really poor yeah but yeah, I'm not going to knock him he's, he's, run his, he's run his nuts yeah. off all season yeah I think for 20 yeah. like you say he's turned it on for 20 odd games this season to uh, I don't think anyone really came out of the game with a but lot of credit. You, you take that area, those areas away of, of, of mm. nev- never spraying the ball out there. We haven't got a lot else. I mean, mm. Sace doesn't create anything, mm. nothing at all. I thought he had a really poor game. But yeah. what, what does he do? What does mm. Sace do apart from shackle and he, he stands alongside? And he, he plays short passes left and right. He doesn't do anything. He never threatens through the centre of the centre. He never plays a killer pass, does he? Really. So you're um, saying that's what everyone was saying about Jack Price, weren't they? Yeah, I don't, but I don't see a lot of. Di- I don't see that much difference. All right, he's mm. probably a bit more streetwise, and you, you have always got that option that he could probably play left side if Bolly's out yeah. and, and yeah. drop him into yeah. there. But I don't, th- I don't think he does enough creation wise. I think we certainly if you're going to go to the next level, you've got to keep Neves to play the long balls and sitting in front, mm. sitting as a holding midfield player. We need a, a better player in there than Sace, I think, to go to the next level. I don't think Ed mm. is up to it anyway. He's no. just another Prince on Yangi for me. I don't see the difference. Should we talk um, about? Uh, let's, we'll, we'll talk about more about players. Today. Let's talk about the goals. First goal was it a sense of unluckiness, a bit of a wicked deflection? Because I remember watched it going. Hang on, why is that going in? Like how how was already not well, saved? Yeah, it's because, because it went past him so slowly. Yeah, I think. yeah. yeah. The header. The header Cav had like a weird header. Yeah, to clear it down. It just, yeah. it just, it just it's like off his shoulder. Isn't it? Yeah. Like when he was eyes closed, he looked like he did with eyes closed. He just hit part yeah. of his body. And it then, was a proper winger's attempted header, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, and, uh, I think they closed, tried to close the shot down as quick as they could, but it's just, just one of those. Isn't it, it? How can you really compensate for t- for a double deflection and really just watching it going the other side from where he was originally going to go? So it was mm-hmm. it was interesting, wasn't it? Because once that went in, it, it, you really got this sense of a sucker punch. That it really deflated the side, and it was really. And I saw a lot of people saying, "Well, this is the test now." It was a genuine test of right, especially when it, the second goal went in. We've not been in this position before. How does Nuno get his men round this? And you still had an air of confidence that you might pull out a draw, but then, really, I mean, we second goal. I mean, it, we just kind of shut off, didn't we? Forrest got the ball round like three of our players quite easily, and then just it yeah, opened got up. Crossing and um, who was the goal scorer? Was it Osborne? Which one was Osborne? Then was Osborne the first one? I'm sure Osborne scored one of them, but a Forest player scored. But it just seemed to have it just seemed to have acres in the box. Yeah, Yeah. they almost did. No one really watched him. They almost Mm. did what we've been doing to teams, where like you get that goal and you get him in quick succession again, and sort of you say get a double hit, and Mm. you know it's annoying, but actually those tactics were. On us. Mm. And then second half, obviously, Nuno tries to change it round in light what John's just said about the wing backs, brings on Morgan Gibbs White and, and Costa. And for me, there's this argument, which I think I've, I've said a couple of weeks on the podcast and in our, in our little conversations, that this to me was a clear example of why Cav has been on the bench. It's because Cavalera comes on, makes an impact. When Costa came on, I just thought, you're not going to do anything. You're not going to make the same impact that Cavalera makes. And that's disappointing yeah. to the extent it's, that. In all fairness, I actually thought he was the only one that might. He played. He had a bit of trickery down that right hand side. Mm. He was. He didn't start well on the left, but then he come, he only come to the right. He's obviously more comfortable. Mm. Yeah. And he did get. But he doesn't. He was doing the same as Doc. He wasn't beating the front yeah. man. Or mm. He certainly wasn't beating the near post. His corners were terrible as well. Not they were. Yeah. But yeah. I maintain with. I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again because I saw more evidence of it. This 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 injury that he's had is still affecting him because when, like you say, uh, when he switched to the right side. Down in front of us, on the south bank, he, he took on a couple of men, a few step overs, ballooned his cross out or something, and then he was hobbling again. 
Right. Holding his right ankle, mm. and he walked away hobbling. This is just as we were about to bring on our last sub. Yeah. So, and I thought, well, is he going to go off or what? And again, he was hobbling, and that, again, he was after about a minute, he was fine. But Swansea FA Cup game, he did, did the same thing yeah. with no one around him. He just started hobbling and holding his ankle. So I, I just think he's he's this he's not he's not he's either got a mental block about this injury or it is still affecting him. Because, which is what happened to Dicko as well for me. Dicko never mentally yeah. recovered which properly, is, which is dangerous because mm. then we've got. No. I mean, this this player dug us out of holes continuously last mm. season. Now he looks to be a pale shadow of. And that, yeah, of and that's that a player. disappointment. Thinking of you've got this. If you had the cluster of last season, you just think of how we could terrorise teams at an instant. You can just change at one player, and we've got a new dynamic on the field, and we just can't seem to get that. Just doesn't that play back. that aggressiveness in his player, not like a physical one, but the way you like take players on and really drive up them. Mm. He just doesn't seem to want to do that. He there wants to like take that extra touch. There were some times I thought in the game on Saturday where he was actually driving forward a bit more and he was trying to get around yeah. on players. He, that element came mm. back but it's just it's just that killer cost The end product wasn't there at all. No. Mm. I mean I, I don't know if he's ever been one for crossing really as such but no, I mean, they, they were really, really poor and mm. Yotza started off well but again I thought he faded he faded after quick. that. But I th- again tackle, I think though. he's another one that's running on fumes. Same yeah. way as, as Doherty is because Yotta started well, every maybe? single game in the league and he, he he doesn't sub him off that often and when he does it's mm. late into the game mm. I, looked at the, I looked at the stats and like the earliest he's come off he was like the 77th minute yeah. so in, so he's playing continuously um, the only time he's got a break was in the League Cup run really because like, he come on in certainly in, in the it's Swansea second mm. uh, yeah. replay so this break they're on now is, is well timed and probably needed because some of these players, uh, new players, aren't used to playing this level of games, this this weather, yeah. this volume of games. Well, so I mean, a, a week off, hopefully, with, should do more you know good. Portuguese, you know top tier where most of these guys have come from. It does have significantly less teams. Yeah. So actually, if they're not, even if you probably take into account, I reckon Champions League games, they put it's still probably going to be less than a forty-six game season, of which someone like Nev, you know. To be fair, Nevis, I don't buy what I've seen anyway, didn't have a terrible game on Saturday. Less games, and in Yotta's case I, in yeah. Portugal, they're probably not trying to banjo him every time he's got yeah, the ball. But like, I, I'm sure months. didn't like Nevis only play like 20 games last season, or something ridiculous. He didn't play lots of games. I don't think he played that, no. I, I think, think he played six or seven, yeah. yeah, yeah it was, seven, it was yeah. ridiculous, a short amount of games. And you say he's pretty much started every game. Jota similarly, you know that it, you know it's not a, you know this is a more difficult league, but just in terms of sheer amount of games they're putting through. And is this the kind of the concern that, which you may have in terms of we've started so well that it's trying to get these players who perhaps aren't used to these amount of games to consistently do that for the rest of the season because it is such a long season, and it's maintaining that first half season form into the second period. But he hasn't. Think, we've, had, we've had cover in every position, but mm. he's, he, he hasn't used the squad, has he? Very much. No. I mean, he's got, don't he's, get me wrong. I'm not knocking it, but but it's pretty much been the same. You could almost pick the t- most fans have picked the team every week, and you yeah. almost know what it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been very few surprises where, gosh, he's playing today. Yeah. But the squad's not. So therefore, he's got himself into the middle of the season where the other players haven't played very much. So very yeah. unfit. Yeah, and the other yeah. players are, are done in. Well, I guess so, I guess devil's advocate is if they're playing and winning every week as they are. Yeah. Why, well, why would you change? Yeah, why would you change your winning side? That's just the counter argument. That isn't real. When you haven't been in this league as a manager, or some of them haven't been in as a player, they don't realise where they're going to be in January, yeah. especially after a very busy Christmas period. Mm. And maybe they just shot their bolt a little bit to a, a, a Bristol City in terms of mm. they've put an immense amount of effort in as ten men getting back into that game, and the euphoria at the end of it. I just thought, hang on a minute, it's a long way to go here. Yeah. yeah. It was a little bit like we've won the league at the end of the game, and it, maybe it was a bit early. I was going to say it does. I, I know, like it, it kind of feels like because we lost in the league um, in the FA Cup, and we drew the week before um, against Barnsley, and we lost at the weekend. Actually, if you take out the FA Cup results, is there a form on that? It's the, it's the, it's the it, amount of it, chances that we yeah. yeah. And also, I think that teams are playing us twice. They're coming around. They've, play, they've mm. all played us before. They've all seen us playing us. They're actually setting up better against yeah, us. Yeah, they, they figured out they're, what, how to play. Yeah, they're, us, they're, yeah, they're letting us play. They're letting us have the ball. They're letting us put it out wide. And they're defending very much like a bit basketballish mm. around the area. And they, they can, we can put balls in all day long. Who's going to score in the yeah, and yeah. I, I think, Who's going to put a, who's going to put a really, really good aerial mm. cross in? And who's going to score an aerial cross? And that's where you so, probably think of why they've brought Mir in to try and be the aerial threat. But also, yeah. 
you saw this in the second half. I know that I don't even remember Forrest going forward very much at all in that second half, and all they did was camp. Yeah. And you find this with England, fully enough, that if if England play a team that like to open up and play football, you can you can imagine that our England side actually doing okay. But mm. once England play a side like a Minna side that put ten men behind the ball, it's a struggle. And you you get that sense with our team that if especially at home, if teams come along and go, well, we'll just camp and hopefully we might get a chance, mm. we might get a point here. And yeah. that's what we've got to try and do now is learn how to break down those teams. Because, again, on Saturday, if Walsh scored after 10 minutes, in my mind, would have thought, that's it, we've won the game. I can't see how Forrest is going to get back into this. No. And that's what we're going to do. So his chance in the first half, the, the first, first 20 goal, minutes... The first goal is always going to be yeah. massive, isn't it? So, I think there's probably, from the, the fan reaction, there's, there's, you can take the long-term view and, and the short-term mm. view. Kind. The long-term view is the fact that was their first home loss since Cardiff yeah. back yeah. in August. I mean... You look at you still look at the stats. We're still the highest scorers in the league. We've yeah. conceded the fewest uh, current points to gain ratio. Still, will get us above 100 points the way it is at the minute. Yeah. Um, so you think, well, there's not really too much to panic about. But then the alternative, you look at the short term view, and then again, you say like Bonatini, no goal for 10 games. Yeah. Mm. And you've got one goal in the last four games, 11 goals in the last 11. But as you said, two of those are in the cup, and people didn't seem to be that bothered about the cup. So should we? Really care about those. And you two look games, at Swansea yeah. beating Liverpool the other night. It's just I was just going to say, does yeah. that put that review? Yeah. Does that result into more context that Swansea now go and beat Liverpool? I don't know. That's another argument. So, um, yeah, it's I, the odd thing of it, a little bit. Wait, unless you really are sort of Bayern Munich or somebody like mm. that that wins the year, you're generally not as good as what you think you are when you go yeah. well. You look at November. We scored fives and fours, but both games were against ten men for a lot. Of, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the, the sending off suddenly changed the game and, and opened up, and we were. We kill the games off. Then, then we're probably not quite. We're not as bad as what we looked in last mm. week. We've been a bit tired. Um, yeah, and it, we we could do with a reach. We definitely could do with a new face or two just to liven things yeah. up. Yeah, and well, as what we said before as well. A, a lot of the uh, fans have been saying, "Oh, we're going to give someone like a four or five thrashing." But then, as we said before on on here, that Nuno's Porto last year, who Porto were infinitely better than eighty like, percent of the team in that league. They never thrashed no, anyone. Yeah. He yeah. has a, he, he's a measured, controlled 2 0 wins, 1 0 yeah. wins. And there was one stat that came out that was Wolves have scored 11 goals in 11 games. Well, if we're winning those games 1 0, does it matter? We've won the game. That, that, mm. That's all that matters. We don't need to. And the problem is because we've, again, started so well and we've brought in these you know, a, you know, know, fantastic players, there is a perception that we should be winning games yeah. 2 yeah. or 3. And yeah. that is wrong. If we win a game 1 0, we've won. It doesn't matter, yeah. does it? We've got the three points. What, uh, what concerns me more than the goals is the, ch- the, the, the chances created. Yeah, dropping but that's what I mean. Yeah, and th- there is that. And I think you saw that evidently with Forrest in you, that, that it, you just couldn't get anything there. Um, back to the Forest game, was there anyone else, anyone who actually came out in good light at I all? Gibbs White looked quite... Because White um, had a good game. Gibbs White definitely he was the, um, the silver lining on the credit yeah. of that game by I thought, far. I thought, I thought again, Bolly played really well for me. Yep. Bolly was so attacking at one point, he was going further than people like Jota, and I just thought he was really going to the Forest box. But mm. again, I, as more games go on, the more I'm getting impressed by Bolly, and I hope that if we do go up, it is someone that we add to the Arsenal. See, I, I, I still think of pretty much all the lone players, well, the lone players we've got, I, I've got a sneaking feeling I don't think we'll sign him. Because old Bolly? No. I, I, think even if, I, also, I think even if we go up, I think we're going to struggle to keep hold of him, just because he wasn't particularly keen on coming here in the first place. Mm. And, you know, out of everybody, even probably above Jossie, you might, even, you might argue, that he's been consistently of a higher standard mm. than anyone else and I think you, you look on sort of like who scored I think it's he's a right I think he's the top performing player in the championship it's interesting with Josh because we, we've talked about and I think there was a story a few weeks ago about the club trying to get Josh and Bonatini on a permanent this month and somebody said to me that when he did one of these in- interviews I think it might have been with Tim Spears or the club and I said about his situation he said something like we'll see at the end of the season yeah. No, you well, I mean, I, I, can you imagine Jota wanting to commit in January? Yeah, exactly. Before, yeah. Before, to another season in the championship. Or there's an English yeah. that, that deal's going to happen. You don't do the interview. The club retract the interview short. You know, they don't put Jota forward for Well, he's, in the, he's a no-win situation there, isn't he? Because he's, he's still contracted to Atletico Madrid, whom he hasn't actually played for yet, as yeah. you yeah. said. So, he uh, might not have spoken to um, Uncle Jorge that morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got his instructions. Yeah. Um, so you know, the best thing you can say actually is just 
I'm just going to carry on playing. Mm. There's nothing wrong. That's, with that. that's fine. Yeah. Why would he be knocked for saying yeah. that though? Why, 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 oh, no, I wasn't check? knocking him. I was just it, it was the interesting comment. It's it? an obvious one. If you've been kicked insanely to every single week you play, you're not going to want to put yourself in another season of that, are you? I mean, I was uh, if we go up, that's a different if thing. If you go yeah. up, then there yeah. won't. There will the be less of that. There'll be less of that. Yeah. It's a different kind of football, and the wages will be higher. Yeah, um, yeah I was going to say interesting. I confess, wasn't it a game Saturday? But I saw the tackle on Jota. Um, I think it must have been in the first half where a player went right through yeah. him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, was that a red card? I didn't see that, clearly I, enough to be honest. Because I, 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 I saw the replays enough. and saw that a referee was like blocked by about five players. And I can't work out after seeing it a few times now whether it's one of those where it's just a ball. It's, it's, but it is borderline. Yeah, for me, I, 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 because it went it happened. It, like he's come through at pace. Yeah, it happens very quickly. He goes up in. The, I mean, he, he is quite good at it. I have to say. Yeah, yeah. he's very very good at it. He, he goes down. He's rolling. Uh, how many times then? Within two minutes after the player's been booked, he's up. He, and he. And yeah. And next thing you know, he's trotting away and he, he's running. He's running into the box. Mm. Now, <laughs> I'm not saying he's not getting taken. But yeah. I don't think sometimes it's, it's as bad as it looks. Yeah. Um, I think he's a clever footballer. Oh yeah, uh, without a doubt. But no, not, I, I, don't, I just wonder. I think it was borderline. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I, you I know. think we'd have been very, very annoyed if one of our players had been yeah. sent off. Then, yeah. Um, so it's not, not Danny Bart situation, then, is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. It's a different kind of thing. It's this showing the studs and going in with your foot like that, as opposed to if you go on on your side. Uh, is it any different? I don't know. Uh, you, yeah. your, stud, your studs are still showing on oh, yeah. if you're on the is side. It? But it seems it seems as though the referees seem to ch- treat that differently. So somebody going in with their foot up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I want to talk about some other concerns people have raised because I think it kind of encapsulates the Forest game as well. Talking uh, to talk about Adam, what he said about the stats. All competitions so far this season, Wolves have won twenty-two, drawn six, lost six. If you look at that in the grand scheme of That's things, there's pretty... nothing to worry about yeah. there. But there is after this game, there was this innate sense of worry was starting to come in because of the chances, you know, the missed chances, because of the Swansea game where people didn't perform, and you thought the second team, hang on a second, is it is it really up to scratch if they had to come in? Would our kind of first team performance really drag down, or do we think that we are because we've lost a game and technically two with a cup game, we're over worrying for no reason because we've been so used <laughs> I, to it, or I, is, yeah. or is it, or, or is there but, genuine elements? Is there cracks think, that perhaps haven't been the, examined? The problem is a lot of squad depth, quality squad depth, and we we we, we come because we've got these numbers, we expect everybody to be brilliant now. Mm. But we got the, it's the same problem as most of the other championship clubs have got. Like Sheffield Wednesday have been saying for ages now, they've got all these players out injured. And that's why they're not performing that well. They're inconsistent. They're not scoring goals. Because their first team's sitting in the stand. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as you start putting your second string out, you're not as good as your first team, it's obvious. And is there a sense of, because in the in the, the League Cup games initially, where a, a, a large second string did so well against Southampton and Man City, expectation for those players then goes up when they, if they had yeah. to step up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I guess with Swansea as well, you were expecting to win because of how badly Swansea yeah. were doing and how well we were doing. On the flip side, yeah. that second string they made a meal of getting past Bristol Rovers and, and Yeovil, so yeah. it can go it can yeah. go either way. Yeah. But I just think with with Wool, Wolves fans are just innate warriors. Really, we're, yeah. very, we're a very pessimistic bunch as a majority. I remember taking right back to the start our pre-season game against Shrewsbury that we lost two oh, nil. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone's not everyone. That, uh, not everyone. That's a, mm. a, a blanket um, statement there. But like, a lot of people started worrying there, saying, "Oh, this is is no this, good. This new yeah, year, this three, four, three isn't going to work." Yeah, and, and all these like Nevers kicked out the game. Which oh, he, he's he, doesn't no want, good. he doesn't want to know. He, does he, he, he puts his yeah. plastic boots when he, on. When, half when, half when yeah. he gets to play, he switch at home or away. He's not going to want to know. I mean, that, that's I mean, not that's not clearly not born out. Of course not. And now, okay, our league's been cut down to a tiny nine points. Now, three games, and people starting and just worry starting to come back again all of a sudden I think, and people, what, what annoys me the most people keep liking it back to the, the blowout season and the Grimsby incident is what yeah, people I keep say. saying to people a mate at work he said the same thing I keep saying to, to him and other people who say it you've got to let that go mm-hmm. that was like 15, 15 years yeah, ago yeah, yeah. now that's it doesn't happen all and the I guess there's this sense that we've been doing so well and we had that what, yeah. 12 point lead that once there's an indication it might fall away I think there I is think, genuinely I a part of you that goes, like, "Oh crap, please!" We've I mean, been, you know, look, look at how high we've been, and look yeah. how much we could fall I think because of how levels, how we boasted ourselves as well. I yeah. mean, so many of our own fans, and I'm sure we've all thought at one point we've gone, "Well, we've won the league. That's it." Yeah, Just I mean, waiting for the, the levels of expectation are that bit higher, and there is a culture now. I think within the club, whether it's internally or externally through fans, that 
you know, where last season if we lost a game, it'll be oh okay. Whereas now, if we lose a game, we even draw a game. There has, to be this, there has to be this big mm. examination. It's almost like um, at Man U, where like when Moyes took over, and it went from this, um, you know, it was a crisis if Man U lost a game into Fergie, and you know you'd you'd examine it to the nth degree. Mm. When Moyes comes in and they lose the game, okay, well we've lost the game. It's it's disappointing, but where it's like actually the the levels we have to sort of set ourselves to to be top of the league. Actually, whatever we do, if it's not to a higher standard, it is a bit of a crisis. And whether that should sort of just be internally with the club, and that's just Nuno, mm. or whether actually it should spread to fans and this uncertainty, because you know it, there's a high probable chance that on Saturday we'll uh, we'll win two nil and everyone's back, and we're like, well, right, it's all back on course. Yeah, but there's a chance we might draw on Saturday then lose the next game and then win two in a row but we'll still be in the sa- a, mm. a healthy position and it's you know it's, it's, it's as we said it's a long old season just got to kind of keep going and fortunately now we've kind of got through a very heavy fixture period we don't have any more cup games left to play um, and we're back to pretty much playing Saturdays or for your, for uh, the, end of the week. Month, it's just all Saturdays. Yeah, it? apart from uh, things like the yeah, end, middle to middle to end of February, yeah. isn't it? We have um, Norwich away. And then Leeds. Or don't you have yeah, to. When, when we sort of go to that sort of towards the end where we get your fixture pile up at Easter. So, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's been a disappointing last couple of weeks if you just look on, you know, two league games. But... I do agree that like, most fans were getting overconfident. So I've I've been very confident in the fact that mm. we go mm. up. And when, when when a loss does happen, you, you, some people may it may knock some people's overconfidence to say, oh maybe you know they just start to rethink things a little bit. But no one really should be duly overworried right now because of mm. the gap that we've got and it's the short term form dip you may call it. Yeah. But then, like you say, two of those games were in the cup anyway. That we didn't win against against Swansea. Okay. I know we don't see all the other. I do try to watch the extended highlights that they put out on Sky for most of the games, but in in our league. But if do you really think that? But well, I'm I'm probably seeing eight to nine minutes of the other games, and bearing in mind I'm seeing all of ours, and then so you've got to put that in context. Do you really think that we're ten points better than all the other teams, or the or the league? I think well, I think we're the best team. I think we're probably mm. should, the rightful team at the top. But I, personally, I don't think we're ten to fifteen points better than a lot of these teams. I mean, it depends on sort of what you're judging on. If you're judging on the last yeah. month, but so, whereas yeah. like we played do, Derby do, but, but, three where, games into the season and we were much the best on the yeah. day. Whereas you look at yeah. now, they're, they're twelve games and beaten or whatever yeah. it is. But like, do you, do you really think that when Leicester won the league, they were the best team in the league? Oh, it's a good argument. That oh, is, yeah. a... I think a lot of teams underachieved that year. I think the massive yeah. underachiever this yeah. year is Middlesbrough. And you, you will see... That I don't think they'll lose many games from now to the end of the season. No. I think they've got the right man in charge. And I, I don't think that we're 15 or 18 points... We're 18 points ahead of Middlesbrough. I don't think we're an 18 points better side than Middlesbrough. No chance. Um, for me, I'm not yeah. saying we're not a better no. side, we're not 18 points better. I'm starting to worry again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just say that. No, I don't league, like the league. logic of that argument, John. <laughs> the, the league just doesn't lie. Does it mean, I know that yeah. fortunes can change. So you change the manager, fortunes they, can change. The, yeah, the league doesn't lie perhaps over 46 games. We haven't played 46 games. A lot of things revert to the mean. And but but you can only judge it on where we are at the minute, though, can't you? Because then. I can say, at what point can we judge a league table? Well, but, but, uh, you, you, yeah, like, but you, know, you, you could have judged it at the beginning, of, at the end of September. So you, you, you're telling me Sheffield United are the best team in the league? No, but we're, lo- no but we're looking. They at won't f- even get in the playoffs. No, but you actually, look, we are looking. Look- Cardiff or struggles again in the playoffs. Yeah, but you know, we 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 are sort of past the halfway point in the season now, and that's got to be somewhat of a measure to how good we are. And well, you get people. Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 did, it, I did qualify it. I did yeah, say no, I think we're the best team in the league. But are we one. ten to fifteen points better? I think we've ended no, up there. I, I think some some very good clubs with some decent squads have underachieved. Yeah, controversial points no, as always. Well, no, no, I think, no, that, I think, I think got, we're, we're as good as we are because we're that far ahead. Then it's up to the teams. If of course it uh, is. Yeah, up to their teams about how how they how they how well they play. We play them on the day. We beat them. Fine. Thank you very much. Three yeah. points. Off we go. But look, then if they go on, if they choose to play poorly like Middlesbrough have until 
the populace in charge, then mm. that's up to them. Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. will say our, our players have had an excellent attitude, mm. and we've dug out some one like the, the win at Sheffield Wednesday. They're, 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 we've really dug them victories out, and probably Middlesbrough haven't mm. they, um, dug some of them victories out. But I do think that you will see a different Middlesbrough between now and the end of the season. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think I think, possible, I think they'll be they'll, they'll have a lot stronger second half than first half. Yeah. They can't get much weaker. You could, to be fair, you could look at it in theory and say that you know in May if we finish eighteen points above Middlesbrough which I don't see being unlikely whether Wolves drop a couple of points here and there or, you know, whatever, uh, 18 points. You think it's likely that we'll finish 18 points above Middlesbrough? I mean, that's, what, six games? Um, you know, what if we end up on... We're 18 above them now. You think it'll stay the same? I'm trying to do the maths now. Um, you know, what? <laughs> the pressure. I, if the I pressure. think we end on... Yeah, if we get 94 points at the end of the season, 18 points would be, what, 70? 76. 76, which is... Just short of playoffs, is it? Well, it's it's it'll be it's probably it's probably it will probably get you right in the middle of the playoffs, which is where they'll probably end up. Surely, it's a podcast for another time. I, I'll be, How I, do you I, measure no, because no, it's, it's, no, it's a great point. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's going to be interesting to sort of see Middlesbrough. You know, it, it's whether you look at it now. I don't think we'll extend our lead above them in terms of the gap between like whether you know we're. I'll pick them out because I do think they've they've got a lot of options going forward they're very strong and it'll make them stronger at the back because mm. for some reason Middlesbrough were weak defensively in the first, and they've been notos- notoriously a strong defensive side mm. under Karanka mm. they lost their way under Monk they, they were the pre-season favourites to yeah. win, the, win the division by far yeah. and I, I do think there will fortune. be a reversion to, yeah. to the mean over yeah. the season Let's just, I just yeah. want to go another point before we wrap this bit up is that's uh, Bonatini and Mia and obviously Bonatini hasn't scored since what mid- early December Blues away. Away. away Mia you probably say it's still a bit early days but is there a concern there that well, the big concern is everyone saying we need another striker. We need we need this, with this striker, and I, I there is this, there is this kind of argument that we said this in the summer. We thought we were going to get Lockadia in. Obviously, he's gone to Brighton now. Uh, it, it, was it last the weekend? Just still injured as well. Yeah. <laughs> still injured. Still injured. Um, and we said that. And what look what happened? Bonatini did great up until until December and proved us all wrong. Is this a carbon copy of, of last summer, or because it's still a bit unsure about Mia? Do we need this kind of proven? goal scorer which I know in January is rare to get but Wolves have the resources and it's not an excuse anymore I think with Bonatini let's face it none of us knew who he was Mm -hmm. when we saw him no one can really profess to know the Serie League well and know who he was so we were kind of open minded about him and luckily for us he really hit the ground running and we had that run of six games where he scored consecutive Mm -hmm. didn't they so this was like well this is a bonus this guy we've never heard of is actually quite good now he's gone Ten with there, so I'm just wondering: is he? Are we seeing like the real Bonatini now? Is his as his like his performance and ability is kind of plateaued a bit? And no, I think well, I think opposition teams are, are, are boxing us out of the box. A lot of his goals was, were good, good centre forward goals in the mm-hmm. box. Yeah. But how many times did the ball drop into his feet in the box? Well, he's getting in, like in one like, shot a game now, isn't he? he yeah. Exactly. And, and, he's, and he's doing a bit of an aphobia now. He's, I mean, he is good at coming short and receiving short, and probably, but he is coming deeper, sh- and ve- deeper, ve- and deeper. There's coming short, and then there's playing on the halfway yeah, line. Yeah, he picked the yeah. ball up on the halfway line once yeah. on Saturday. And I'm it, thinking, it, what's going on? It here? frustrates me so much in terms of basic positional play because yeah. you know I, I got so annoyed last year when we played under Lambert, and you'd have Costa sit, almost getting the ball on top of the fullback in his own half, and you go, you just play that bit further forward you don't realise how much of a difference it makes just bringing the team on but he's I don't know whether it's Bonatini or the team but he, he's coming short surely because he's isolated Yeah, and you go yeah. well you know what's Neves and what's Sace as you say what are they doing to bring those extra 5-10 yards further forward at the pitch because no, that's, that's yeah. where it's coming down to surely well, I think we said, said at the start of the season well not the start but a few weeks into the season the, betting, the fact that it's it's great that he's scoring all his goals, considering the fact that he's he's not quick, doesn't yeah. look particularly strong, he's not particularly great in the in the air yeah. against the he's marker. He's competent, but but yeah. but, but, but yeah. he's got the mental ability to get into these positions, yeah. and he's a very accomplished finisher, as yeah. we saw because he was scoring all these great goals. Now at the minute, like you say, whether it be to him personally mm. or the team strategy that we're not creating for him, I mean, it's yeah. just not even looking remotely likely. Of, I mean, I remember when the at the start of the season when we were like, okay. He seems a decent player, but we're going to need to spread the goals around. And we were for a time being, him included. And we kind of got away with it in December. 
because mm. other players were chipping in with the goals, whether it was Jota or, you know, Cav or, or, or uh, Douglas, yeah. um, you know. But actually, if no one's scoring, we say, I think we said it before, if no one's scoring, first person you always look for is the person who's playing nearest to that um, the opposition's goal, and that's Bonatini. Mm. Going on to the signings, though, don't you feel like uh, they've obviously got a strategy where they're sort of, uh, you know, I call it sort of the, the money ball value player. They're looking for the mm. younger player, signing them on longer contracts with a view to them being worth more money in the future. Yeah. And, and that, that's the way they're playing. But I do think there comes a time when you, you've got to forget that strategy. We need the player who's now. So therefore, there's a time when you have to sign that 27, 28, 29 year old player who, who knows what knows yeah. the game, who's can hit the ground running, who's probably worth eight, ten million. So many bombs going but, off right now. But <laughs> yeah, but he's but he's not going to be worth more. Yeah, but it's but, 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 but it doesn't Chris matter. Martin, yeah, exactly. but, but it doesn't matter yeah. if, he, if he takes us to the next yeah. level. Yeah. Well, it doesn't actually matter. This if is how, one of free transfers. Yeah. 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 This is where yeah. you have what I like to what I like to call in the Marlon Harewood effect. Because remember yes. when the last time went yep. up, we got in Marlon Harewood at the time, Premier League player, not getting any games, but you knew he was going to score goals. Yeah, okay. Didn't really score any goals today. But it was that. But it <laughs> he was set that, up a little bit. It was yeah. that calibre of signing because of the position we were in, and he knew he was going to get game time. And that is the type of person that you'll probably talk about, John, there. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, Premier League player, he's probably not getting game time. You know he's going to score, experience, bring in. I'm not saying Robbie Keane. But you know, but you're saying Benicophobia. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's uh, right. Yeah, it's that, it's that yeah. Kind of, I, I feel with Bonatini, you've got again something I, I've also coined the first chance effect, where he, that game against Middlesbrough, he gets that one, that luckily one-on-one chance, finishes it. Now, in my mind, if he doesn't finish that, he's not going to score many goals for the season because that's instant confident knocks. Go back to our first love, Siggy. Comes back after that massive um, loan at Mould, was it? In yeah, um, mm. plays against Bolton. First two minutes, gets a really lucky chance at a one-on-one. I think he gets saved, Joe Mason, follows up. Doesn't score again yet, mm-hmm. OK. He probably wasn't going to score He still really wouldn't have scored if he's still being there. Yeah, but I, I get that feeling. If he had scored that goal, there might have been an air of confidence. Yeah, I'm back. I'm going to score goals. And I just wonder with Bonatini, if he hadn't have had that chance... Are you saying that Leon Clark had a similar thing in his second coming, his first game, yeah. he missed about three or four. Yeah, I just wonder whether it, that wouldn't have happened so as well. So you're but, f- thinking that almost Bonatini's form has slightly overexceeded his actual ability a, that little bit and it's kind of again it's evened out not to take it away no, no, from no, him because well, you know when we, we, when we spoke to when we, you know, 12 goals this season yeah. 12 yeah when, so we, you know, when, we, spoke, when we spoke to Cody at the, the 300s and we talked about Bonatini he was high, high yeah. praised and we talked about how there's been criticism of him and he was like how can people criticise him look how well he plays not just you know shooting obviously but on the ball as well mm. and how he turns so it, it's it's one of those things that because of his perhaps career pedigree, you instantly think, oh, he's probably not going to be all that. Do you think there's... Know. Yeah, that's what uh, yeah. I'd mentioned earlier. The fact that we had, had no idea who he was. We, had, mm. we didn't know what he would be like. And he had the great run, and now it's evening out with a with a barren spell. So, but but if, like I say, if those goals were more spread evenly, like one mm. every third game... Yeah, we probably wouldn't be having this. Yeah, it's, 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 it's that reversion again to what to what, what yeah. it should be. Somebody asked me earlier in the season. It's difficult to say. You're making a judgment call. I said he looks a ten to fifteen goal striker a season at best. Mm. That's it. That's what I thought. And he, 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 all of a sudden, people then think he's going to score thirty goals because he scores all them goals. Yeah. But then they don't account for this spell. He might. He might not get fifteen. It's boom yeah. and bust, isn't it, with him at the minute? <laughs> yeah. the bus, in the bus. You say, he's, he's on twelve at the moment. It's it, it it's almost impossible to judge now with. 15 or so games 18 is it 17 17 yeah <laughs> 17 because it was 18 at the weekend yeah well is he going to get one in two what if, what if we, is he gonna a, get if we do sign four? a striker and he only plays half the games he might he might, he might yeah. end up on fi- 13 if he gets sort of one in four that's three extra goals and you mm. go well there's, there's 15 and I wouldn't be disappointed if he ends the season on 15 no. goals he will be um, yeah but at this point was, yeah that might be what but it is though again like I didn't think he was going to be a 20 odd goal a season man no no, you know, I, no like, I didn't I'm not sure we can put too many of our eggs in Rafa Mir's basket either well the team Rafa Mir it's, it's too early at the minute for him as well and we you know he's come out and said he still needs player. to adapt as well so, yeah. and that kind of cries as he's not he's ready he's not the one Paul Gladden needed to adapt oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably still yeah. is trying to <laughs> Rafa Mir he, what, he played regularly for Valencia B I don't know what the standard of league is in Valencia B well, it's, it's not going to be the same division. way stretch no. so, so the, the, the answer really is everybody by a striker 
Yes. And we've got what's what's today? Today twenty third, well, and yeah, it closes. We, uh, I did, uh, it will close on well, Wednesday I mean, next week. I think of equal week. of equal priority, or all might, or probably strikers probably in slight more priority, but right wing back and striker yeah. is yeah is the is the two priorities. Now you can put them whichever, whichever order you think is more important, but those are the two which positions which we desperately need because mm. obviously. Fragile Phil is never going to play a game mm. for us at right wing back. Yeah, a he just won't play for us. So we need to get someone in who can cover for Doherty if, God forbid, he gets injured. Mm. Mm. And we've been looking for that this season. Really, yeah, we've yeah. had no key injuries. Yeah, which would obviously. Which, yeah. Thank which, you again, for that, Dave. <laughs> thank you for that jinx. <laughs> again, which a lot of I'm the other clubs are. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say, is that luck or is that um, working on sort of fitness levels yeah. as well? Exactly. Like, gen- gen- genuinely, yeah, like, no, that's you know, a good, good point. You know, the fact that we've kind of made it through this heavy period, and like, you know, we haven't had those pulled hamstrings, or well, we had Willie yeah. Bolly, and he, but he came back a bit quicker. I, I actually yeah. thought he would. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we we we've been quite, you say, fortunate with it, but I I, I don't think it's all coincidence. Mm. I think they've probably done quite a lot of conditioning on it. I do realise I did say I touched wood in that sentence then, but oh well. Well, someone's did picked you? it up. Someone's picked it up. Oh, oh, overall, there, I'm going to talk about Ipswich in a second, but. Well, I'm just going back on Rafa. I don't know whether any of you follow Nick Goff on Twitter. Yes, he did make me smile. I know, Nick. I know his sense of humour, but he did make me smile when he says, I'm not sure what Real Madrid wanted with Rafa me. I don't know whether they wanted the, him to repair the guttering at the burner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I forget if we said it last week. Rafa, um, Nick is the, the, guy, the, the, the guy who's the Brentford mascot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anyone yes. saw that on the old yeah. Twitter sphere as yeah. well, uh, just to kind of wrap up then on this point before we get to Ipswich, the sense of yeah, there probably is a, a couple of little niggles concerns, but overall we shouldn't be really overly worried. It's it's social media that's draw over anxiety. Us, yeah, that's I think because of how well we've been going, we've, the comparisons have been drawn to like, are we going to beat Reading's records and everything? Which yeah. is ridiculous. Getting ahead yeah. of ourselves, aren't we? So when this loss comes, it's another slight knock to that bravado isn't it mm. there's nothing to be worried about if, if we lose the next three then maybe yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think the not biggest now. problem comes from the people who banter with op- opposition fans a little bit oh, if you yeah. follow social the people who don't and just watch the game talk to their own fans I, mm. I think it's quite, quite but if you put 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 all this out on, on social media, the other fans, and, and 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 take the Mickey out of them, and call them this, that, and the other. You you know when you get beat two 0 at home, you haven't had a shot on target in the whole game. You've got a lot to say, have you really? Mm. Apart from you've got to take it. Yeah. Yeah. It's this yeah. sense of putting yourself on a pedestal, which could easily be knocked off. Yeah, any we point in we've won nothing. No. Well, to be fair, Nuno said this, hasn't he, in his post-match interview? He said they've had to remind them that. He, well, he he said something like, "It's mm. my responsibility. Maybe I haven't." been tough enough with them to say we haven't won anything yet we've won yeah. 62 points that's what we want it was almost like they felt like after the Bristol City game that was like the title decider for and us of course it was a great game it was a great win but like I agree with you I just wonder whether it was a bit little yeah. bits just take, you know like again you know we beat Brentford like I think a week after or something but it was yeah. almost like we just about got like we were we were a bit shady and you know, Neres scored a free kick and Brentford's head dropped. And we but Brentford were a lovely team for us to play. Yeah. They were just, I just think it was. They're just playing nice open football. Like, don't, don't, too many fouls and yeah, who scores the most goals. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Good show. Good More show. Of those, please. <laughs> so it's kind of like, felt like after that, we've almost been just doing like a victory lap at, at every yeah. game, like as champions elect. And it's, I think it's been probably good that they've got that defeat out of the way now and they've had a week away and yeah it's probably nice that they're having a few beers and having a few rounds of golf to get yeah. away from it but pretty sure Nuno's probably told them in no uncertain terms that well like, yeah well let's talk about Ipswich then will it be the game that people will say oh that, that breakaway did them really good or what are they doing on their jollies get back in this country try in this weather Wolves take on Ipswich on Saturday Mick McCarthy of course I always like to bring it up when we uh, play Ipswich uh, they're 12th in the league at the minute with uh, 40 points they, their last game they drew away 1-0 with Bolton and they won their previous home game uh, 1-0 uh, to Leeds United last time out of course at Molyneux just before Christmas Wolves won 1-0 with a lovely perler from Cavalero uh, Wolves have had their fun in the sun but will they have their fun in Ipswich gentlemen what do we think about old Ipswich town obviously no way offer Inside, I think is it Tommy Smith has gone to Colorado Rapids, joined old Jack Price. Oh, I might be know. right in that. Okay. Someone correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Um, team for this one, 
do we go for the generic line that we've talked about before, or do we think Cav might, well, Cav, Nuno might come back from the sun and go, you know what, let's <laughs> change it up a bit. What a come down to come it, from Marbella to Ipswich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what ideal preparation for Ipswich to Marbella. Um, I don't see any reason to, ma- to make any undue changes to the team. The only one that I would consider, uh, judging off his performance, Forrest, would be Sace. Just because I'm on the same same view, John, about his before. I'm I'm thinking, does he off? Does he continually offer that much? But mm. that I mean, I, I would keep I would keep Cavalero in because as much as I like Costa, I think Cavalero is the, the, the mm. better player. Although interestingly, Costa does have the same amount of assists as Yotta this season. Mm. Uh, quite four interesting, interesting stuff. Four assists. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. There's, again, there's, there's no. I don't think, anyway, in my opinion, there's no real need to make any panic changes or yeah. anything like that. Just keep the, keep the team going that's got you to the position that, that you're in. I don't really see any any need to make any massive changes. Unless we sign a new striker well, oh, this oh, week. We, we, don't, we don't know the fitness <laughs> of, the, of the wing-backs, particularly Douglas. Yeah. Vinagra could come in. I was going to say, I'd potentially mm. look at Vinagra coming in or whether this week away's recharged red bat- batteries enough for it, but... I I could see Vanagra playing potentially. Um, again, I'd probably start Cav as well because I think they'll want to hit the ground running in mm. this game. And I I know with Costa when we're starting him, we do look that little bit slower. And they mm. say we bring on Cav for that last thirty minutes, and it's organs blazing and it's you know this explosive pace. But I think they'll want that from the minute go, mm. just to you know to calm. Quite any yeah. any yeah. talk of what we've just been talking about, and they'll want to shut it down within the first fifteen minutes and go, okay, this is why we're top of the league. Well, you know what McCarthy's going to do. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be. You know what his game. It's going to be a six-four formation. Yeah, yeah. You know he's there at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'll be nice. Five-four-one. Is there a coloration between coloration? Sorry, between uh, Stacey's bad performances in the last two games and his change of hairstyle? Almost no. certainly. There isn't. <laughs> no. No, no link there whatsoever. No, it just means you can okay. spot his bad performance more clearly because you can <laughs> yeah. see his blonde hair. I was going to say, do you think you read um, Simon Cooper's book about why he can lose? Like, well, might be able to get a uh, cheeky roof. Make sure I can stand out a bit more. I sure wrote a great blog about him earlier this season as well about how well he's done, and that's how he repays. And you. that's how he repays you. Yeah. Uh, again, not much to say about switch in terms of it's away. Let's try and get a result. It, it it's the sort of game we. Need to be kind of winning to kind of yeah show on paper even though even though we're away we should be winning this game really to cement what we're trying to do. Well, was John sinking deep. I'm not saying well, I, don't oh. think, I don't think we're going. I don't think we're entitled to win at Ipswich. No, but I think no. I'm not saying entitled, but it's a game that we should be tr- getting a win at. I mean, when I was listening to a different football podcast oh, this week, oh, which on. we won't name names, although I did see on Adam's phone he was listening to it um, on, on his way in, I assume. A bit of moonlighting. Um, ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but actually, in, in terms of kind of away performance, are almost just as important as home ones at this point. And, you know, man, you especially always sort of looked at basically trying to beat everyone in the bottom half of the league home and away. And that was kind of what they built their title winning leagues mm. on and you know, Ipswich aren't a bad team they are mid-table which almost certainly means they're inconsistent which means they're either, you know it, it's, it's dangerous really isn't it because yeah, which one, one's going to turn up yeah and actually so it's the sort of game that if we win that's we've done the double over this season and it's done so you know I think I know it's not that saying well if we lose to Derby at home it's okay because we've beaten all these other teams, but it they are winnable fixtures, and we need to be looking at it like actually every, yeah. every game's a winnable yeah. fixture. I yeah, mean, we're a good side, but <laughs> is Man United away a winnable fixture in the league? They don't play in our league. <laughs> Come on, John. Zing. <laughs> well, not the last time I looked. Anyway, you see that Dave just goes ah, foiled again. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's do predictions then for. Right. Uh, for Ipswich on Saturday, as of recording on Tuesday, and what's our gut telling us for Ipswich Town versus Wolverhampton Wanderers Football Club? Uh, Baron, as uh, we haven't heard a prediction for you for a while, I'm coming to you first. 1-1. 1-1. One, one. One, one. Oh, nerves still. Yeah. Going for nerves still. 1-1. One, one. Uh, Adam? Yeah, I think 1-1 one, as well. 1-1. One, one. Yeah. Rich? I'm going to raise it and go for 2-1. 2-1. Two, one. Two, one. Two, one, Wolves. 2-1 yeah. Wolves. Good. 2-0 uh, Wolves. 
Oh. I'm confident we'll get our groove back. Regulation. Yeah, yeah. regulation <laughs> to nil win. Right, let's do the last part of the podcast, which is Twitter Corner, your chance to ask us your questions, and we will answer them. Uh, Lynx Wolf, who is uh, obviously John Babs' number one fan, kicks us off. Um, it's it, 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 it a double question here. How do you solve a problem like Enebakari slash... How do you feel about Berahino on loan? I had two different questions. I couldn't take somebody on loan who just hasn't scored any goals. It's uh, it wouldn't be for me, and I don't think he'd be. I don't think Wolves fans would take to him, obviously, with his Albion connection. No, so he'd yeah. be on a bit of a. He'd have to come in and, and score, hit the ground running and yeah. score. Imagine if his confidence is low and he doesn't, he'd get pelters, and I don't think that'd be good for the team at all. So it's that's a no. F- it's on the front page, it's more than the back page, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's just, yeah. That's a, that's just a he no. He stinks of a terrible attitude, doesn't yeah. he? And as for Defo's on him, for Bright. Bright's a tricky one. Because um, ability wise, he's got it. It's just that, again, it's that final killer touch, the ball, the, the, the goal. Yeah, I mean, I think he suffered for the Manchester City game, really, in mm-hmm. terms of his confidence. And I think he's then come back into the side. And I don't I think when he's come on to play, he's actually been a little bit too negative at times. He's come too deep and he's looked to play safe balls. Mm-hmm. And he's, the, the, game, the game management that he should have probably been playing at some times before... He's actually trying. He's doing it at the wrong times when he's yeah. coming on now to try and turn a game. So he's come on as being mm. brought on when we need a goal, and now he, he's not showing the same courage as that he used to show before. Yeah. So I think he's lost his confidence a bit, and he'll be in the box now. And he, like I think he passed the ball off the one the last time I saw it off the same thing. He's passed the ball off when really and truthfully, a jink and a shot from the position he was in was what was required. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do, what you do with him, I don't know. I don't know whether getting him out on loan for the last half of the season is any good to him, really. It's a difficult one to know how it's going to mm. pan out. If we go up, I think he might get left behind anyway at the next yeah. level. I think he'd end up having to be loaned back to the championship. Mm. So don't know. He's going. To, I, I, yeah. I, no, I, I don't think anybody's got the answer. Anybody else? Full the hair any times we'll have this discussion over the next uh, few uh, months. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. At what point we just say enough's enough with him? Yeah. Or he does make the step up and he does add finishing to his game. Yeah. I mean, I think we all really hope he does because he's got a, oh, you yeah. know, a lot of great attitude. Yeah. And he seems like you know he's a likable player to watch, isn't he? When he when when, when he's well, doing things right. Yeah, I think I, there are very few Wolves fans that think you can't see that he doesn't have. A hell of a lot of potential no, and that sun, talent. The son that bought the slate him as soon as he walks across yeah. the white line, but but you know the way he can play football is unlike very few players actually you see produced anymore because he has that natural flair about him. And baller, yeah, he's, he's baller. He's a, yeah. He is, yeah. I think that is the correct term. That yes, was, I believe that was his, was that his Instagram. It was Prince Baller uh, Nine. Prince Baller Nine, <laughs> which I've still got a lot of time for. <laughs> and, you know, but you've I, got to have confidence to play like that. And yeah. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's quite got. I, I, I'd be tempted to put. I mean, it's a shame they've probably already ta- they've already got two of our players, but someone like Portsmouth, where he's under jacket, who he's played under before, and say to make sure he gets one of twelve games where maybe. You know what? If he doesn't score, it's okay. But actually, he's getting ninety-minute performances, mm. and he knows he's not going to get drops if he doesn't quite but then, shine. But I don't want to almost lose him because mm. actually, he's kind of got it at this level. He's just not a hundred percent there. Mm. It's, How it's, do you solve it, a problem like Bright? One day we'll have the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, Keith Rhodes says, uh, "What type of manager are you? Arm round the shoulder, kick up the arse, or take them out for some vitamin D?" I did love that you know little thing. Give them some vitamin D. By the way, what what type of manager are you, Adam? What would you say? First off, I'll be a suit wearing manager. Yep, classic. Uh, three 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 piece suit. Three piece. Um, oh no, oh, just jacket no. jacket thin tie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll accept that. And, um, yeah, no time peaks or anything like that. <laughs> oh, what? Breast pocket. <laughs> uh, I would be... Oh, tricky. I'm, I'm a... Not a combination, I but I'll pick one. I've got to pick one. Yeah. Damn it, you and your rules. <laughs> um, I will probably be an arm around the shoulder. Arm around the shoulder. person. Yeah. Rich, what are you going for? Probably arm around the shoulder. Yeah. That, no, to, to be fair, probably my, apart from Nuno, probably my favourite manager at the moment, Sean Dyche, mm. who... I don't really think it's probably too much of an arm around the shoulder, but you know, it's about getting the levels of respect yeah, yeah, for yeah. you players. So attire, suit, suit, yeah, three right, piece. I'll, no, probably. I'm, I'm thinking just suit, mate. Basically, probably what I'm wearing now. Actually, <laughs> yeah. a classic oh, for, suit. For, for anyone who's wondering, I've got an open collar. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd want to be restricted with a tie on a match day. I think I'd probably fiddle with it too much. Especially roll, roll the sleeves up to show me in business. Only if it's warm. 
Like if if a, if a jacket's coming off, then the sleeves will roll. Well. and sleeves are rolled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Baron, what are your what's your managerial? What are you like? Are you going to be kick up the arse? I, think, I don't think it's like I don't think it's any different to any other business. It's it's about managing people. It's, mm. So it depends on the individual. So good kicking up the person up the arse who doesn't respond to that. See, that's so, a proper answer. Yeah, that's a proper answer. And some people, if you you can love them all your life, but they don't do anything, you have to kick them. Uh, <laughs> attire. What's, what's the your managerial attire? You're on the touchline. What are you wearing? I, I could not be wearing a suit when it's chucking it down with rain. Are you a classic. If it's a, absolutely driving with rain, I am not going to look like the Wally with the brolly. Are you going to be the Tony Pulis tracksuit? Oh manager? gosh, no! I'm not wearing the club shop. No, the uh, cap included. <laughs> are you the, uh, the massive puma jumper? The, the, yeah, the Paul Lambert massive puma jumper kind of guy. No, no, no. you know. No, I think no, 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 fine. Kind of, a, kind of a tracksuit, yeah, but not emblazed with, with yeah. stuff. Yeah. See, I'm going for the, the 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 full on three piece suit with the pocket watch, so I can just casually check. Dave's taking a check to see when you need some vitamin D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave's imagining he's like in Boardwalk Empire when he comes out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I'd be on around the shoulder as well. Yeah, we all love it. We're quite nice, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Apart from bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to our final question then, which is from Wilco, who just says, "Who would win in a fight between a snail and a beetle? Ooh. Who's winning that fight, gentlemen, between a snail and a beetle?" I'm going to be. Uh, what kind of beetle? Uh, just beetle. Just says beetle. I, I'm trying to think of any other beetles apart from dung beetle. Oh, I think it's beetle. Beetle, beetle juice. Beetle juice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think I, I, I would have every confidence in a Volkswagen beetle running over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we were to go, if we were to go to the animal kingdom, though. Okay. If it was a snail and your classic whatever comes in your head beetle as an animal or an insect, I would presume. I'm, th- I'm thinking beetle because they've got. I might think they've got. They're nasty beetles. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think of isn't this some sort of mismatch? Because what what's a snail got? A snail's got a shell. But it's got slime. It's hides in the shell. Beetle's whacking at it. Puts the slime across. Slips over on its back. What are you gonna do? Dung beetles. Dung, dung, be- <laughs> dung beetles push dung that night. He just pushed the shell off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> the shell would oh. break. Like I imagine if and they go finish him off. I mean, if they're going head to head, I, I think the beetle's got it. I don't think. I don't think the snail's gonna be able to get on top. I think it's gonna. The beetle's gonna push up, and I, I think, think the snail's got a, an advantage here. You're missing. You're underestimating the snail, my underdog. Baron, I know you've missed these questions. There were some questions that I could still ask in Twitter Corner, but I thought, you know what? I'm not <laughs> going to bother because Baron's here. I can't believe people send these in. <laughs> they love it. You love it. Are these really Wolves fans? Or are these just yeah. like, are they at the wrong channel or something? No. Come on. Snail or Beetle. I can't believe Wolves fans actually think about this. They do. <laughs> snail or Beetle, who wins it? Come on. No, not for me. Just pick one. <laughs> Please, for me. Snail. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Team Snail over there. And that is where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Hill & Smith Limited and Opera Creative. You can follow us all week on your social for your lols and trolls. Just go Walls Fancast on any of them and follow us and you'll find us there. If you listen on iTunes as well and you like the show, please subscribe and give us a review and one of those little five stars as well because it does help with the old charts and you want to get us up there, of course you do. Get us up the charts, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week to look back at that game against the Switch, and we'll either be relaxed and thinking, what was to worry about, or DEFCON 3. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Uh, for this week, also, good to see Baron again. Thank you for gracing us with your presence once again. <laughs> Don't take the mic. I'll be back next month. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back next month. <laughs> For more animal-related <laughs> questions. Yeah. No, honestly, it's good. I'm sure myself and Lynx Wolf have both appreciated your I'll time. I'll be back with the Middlesbrough results next yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, bye, it's bye from John. Bye now. Bye from Adam. Bye-bye. Bye from Rich. Don't forget to buy uh, Wolves Fancast merchandise as well. Exactly. Red Bubble. Yeah. Wolves and goodbye from me. And it's bye from me. See you next time. <laughs>